I'm just here with Ms. Valciano for asking a couple questions about Working Moms interview. All right. Thank you for having me again. Okay. So we're going to be talking about Working Moms and how, you know, to me they're really important because they have more than just the job of a mother, a working mother that's inside the working force. So my first question for you is, like, does your child ever feel like the, like the lack of attention due to your excessive amount of work? Well, I don't think so because I do try to balance that. Um, I've tried to balance that by just when I do go home, I have a time where I give to my children. So I do have two daughters and I find time for them at home. And then when they go to bed or they have things to do, then I kind of give my time to. Okay. So how do they feel about you being a teacher? Is they like, they like, oh, no, she's like if we do something wrong, she's going to give us like a subtraction problem. <laughs> no. Well, so my older, my elder, well, my older daughter, she is in high school. She's an 11th grader. Um, it's interesting because I find that as a teacher, it's been easier for me with her. Before, when she was much younger, I worked in the corporate world and it was really harder. Mm. Um, as a teacher, I found that I was able to be off um, while she was, you know, as a, a student being off with her, I thought I could hold her more accountable as a student, and she understood that. And it's funny that she sometimes cracked the teacher jokes, like, Mom, I'm not in class right now, kind of thing, <laughs> you know? So yeah. uh, we find that, that, you know, we've been able to be comfortable around that. I also find that my four-year-old, which she, you know, she sees me doing a lot of schoolwork. She gets a little bit excited. I hope that she keeps <laughs> that momentum because she gets excited about books because she sees me grading papers or she sees me doing those things. Um, so I think it's a really like a plus being a uh, teacher mom. Yeah. So you're a teacher. So like you being a working mother, what is your like daily routine like with your kids? Um, so my role kind of is changing now because I'm a little less in the classroom taking on the leadership role, but my role pretty much now in terms of I have longer days, I get up a little bit earlier. I do thank God that I have my husband. He helps out a lot where I get up earlier. My younger daughter, he gets her ready in the morning, so I head out before she goes to school. When I get home, she's already pretty much taking a shower um, doing homework and so I spend a little bit of time with her so by the time I get home she's done with homework so I spend that time with her just you know playing around asking her how her day went you know going through a little bit of what she learned today and just a little downtime with her yeah, the little moments count a lot right especially, no. especially for working on yes it definitely does and with my older daughter she kind of gives me her you know what went on in school her yeah. little you know on the side talk and things like that and then yeah. we just get back to more regular so um, days would you like to change anything about your schedule like to say like more time with her to spend more time or not like you know well i do make the most of the holidays um and so i don't it time has fleeted so much but i do enjoy the time that we've had like i look forward to like the christmas off the summers off and those are the times that we do get to spend a lot of time together so we go to the beach we do those are the times that we do get to like really do our bonding so i don't i wouldn't change anything and i'm really glad that i entered education kind of want to you know be able to see from the teacher lens what i can what i'm able to give to them but also the time that i can spend with them so i wouldn't change that at all so I heard that you went in a little bit of detail about your husband, like, but like, how does he also like help your significant other? How does he like help the the routine and keep it between you guys like share equally? As in, like, you he helps, and then you do it take one day. Right. So I kind of do the weekends. Um, he helps more of so the mornings and the afternoons because of his work schedule. So he works from home. 
Um, and so he kind of does that aspect of it because of the fact that I work the longer kind of hours. Um, so that I'm fortunate that we balance it that way. Um, before I, because I didn't always live in New York, I lived in Florida. He was the one that I worked the shorter hours and he kind of worked the longer. So we had opposite roles. But now um, that our roles kind of change, yeah, he takes on where he's kind of at home helping out in the mornings and afternoons. And I kind of do the weekends. So you, as a teacher, you get out of work late. How does that enter, like, being with your personal responsibilities and your work responsibilities? So I try to do as much at, at work so I don't take work home. I do my best not to. Like, it's, like, emergency cases where I have to finish things at home, but it's not always. So I do make sure I commit to that and I just stick to it. And mm. as I said, one or two exceptions where it may be where, okay, and say Wednesdays, say, okay, I'll do work once a week at home on Wednesdays or something like that. Or, do, you know, you, like, yeah. do you feel like as if it's possible if you, like, probably, like, maybe bring your work one day and, like, just have bonding time, you know, they help you grade papers or something, like your elder child, like, teach them more about it? Um, there, there were times when I used to do that. I don't see, like, it's not necessary now because of how much I've, after, with the experience that I've had as a teacher, knowing how to balance a little bit better. Like when I started out teaching, I found that I did that a little <laughs> bit more, but now that um, I've just learned how to balance and kind of, you know, balance my time pretty much. I know how to yeah. balance my time a little better. I'm able to know how not to necessarily bring work home. So yeah. I don't have to do that anymore, but yeah. So it's getting a little bit cold out, mm -hmm. school time. How do you balance a sick child and work? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't think you ever can truly <laughs> balance that. There are times when, when my daughter is, or my any of my daughters is extremely sick. Like the older one, there are times when if they call me from, um, when they've called me from her school and say, hey, she needs to be picked up, then I do have to go pick her up. The younger one, my husband helps me out sometimes. If he's able to do it, he does it. If he's not, I just have to go. It's just one of those things. As a parent, you make that decision. We communicate with each other. If he's close by or if it's almost time for me to leave or if I can get off here and I have coverage here, then I would do that. So it's just about just being able to balance it. You know, unfortunately, I've had it where it's not been extraneous, where I have to necessarily um, do that. I think in the four years I've been here, I've only had to do it like maybe twice. So so you're um, really yeah. good at balancing, I can clearly yeah. see. You have to be. As a parent, yeah. as a working mom, you have to be very good at balancing. Yeah. yeah. So you, you as a working mom, I know you face obstacles. I know mm -hmm. that. So what are some obstacles you faced as a working mom? Well... In the past, I've had to make, well, one of the things, my decision to enter teaching, there were many decisions why I entered teaching. That was one of them. Like, I left corporate for that reason, not being able to give um, and being able to, you know, be there for my children. Like, I had to make some very serious sacrifices, and I just felt like it wasn't worth it because at the end of the day, my children are very important to me. Like, work is important but at the end of the day my family is and i never wanted to be where my kids grew up and i was never there and so i had to make that decision so i left corporate that was one of the reasons why i left the corporate world so you're very big on family comes first yes yes okay yeah. but like all these obstacles you face like how do they affect your readiness for teaching as in you in the classroom how did the you I know you, you're going to say, I don't bring it into the classroom, but like, how has it affected you in the classroom? Interesting enough, my viewpoint as a parent is a part of how I am in the classroom. I'm a mom in the classroom. So I treat my scholars pretty much like 
the way in which I tackle their work ethics and how I expect them to treat their work ethics is how I treat um, my students. So I tell them one of the first things I always tell them when I walk in, the same love, the same attention, the same um, way I approach my daughters when it comes down to your work is the same way I'm going to approach you. And so I'm going to be hard on you about your work. I'm going to be hard with you about where you turn in your assignments, just the same way I would expect from them. So you keep the same vibe with your students as your kids. Like, if you have a due assignment, I'm going to make sure you're on that. As yes. in, when you go home, you have a due assignment, I'm going to be on that too. Exactly. Mm. That's how I treat it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of the year, you have kids. You got to get them ready for school, but you got to get yourself ready. Mentally, mm-hmm. I know mentally, mentally for, especially mentally for yes. the kids. So, but like, do you get anxious when your kids go to school for the first time, knowing that you're a teacher? Um, interestingly, my daughter started kindergarten this year, and I thought I would be, but I wasn't. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know why. When I think about it, I don't know why I wasn't so anxious. I don't know if because I've been teaching for so long, and because I've just, you know, just been in the classroom to see how it is, and that it's nothing to necessarily fear. I get excited about the first day of school, just um, being able to see kids for the first time, like seeing the new personalities and seeing who I'm gonna be around for the first time. And I think that that's kind of like the excitement that I kind of set up for her. It's like, my daughter was excited the first day of school and I was excited for her the first day of school. So I was more excited and anxious and I, I think that vibe came off on um, on her and I think that's the vibe that I bring. Just every day bring good I, vibes, yeah. good yeah. vibes spread. Yeah. So how do you separate your personal life dealing with kids versus how you deal with kids at school? Um, so I'm a very, I'm an internal, there's a word that I say, I'm an internalizer. I internalize, internalize things a lot. You, you think about stuff yes, before you I actually, do. yeah. And so that's always been me just growing up. And so even before I entered teaching, it was something that I did, just even being corporate. I worked in banking for a very long time. And so oftentimes I remember because I was customer facing, I always would tell myself, hey, I always have to have a smile on my face when I'm dealing with customers. And so for me, that was all about internalizing things. I couldn't walk into the bank and just be moody and yeah. just, you know, so I took that with me into the classroom, no matter what it was that I went through, no matter if I, I was driving and I got a ticket, I couldn't come into the classroom <laughs> that way. And so I brought that with me, just that attitude, no matter what it is that I, had or what was going on i just knew that the moment i stepped through that gate or through that door this is me as soon yeah. as you step in good vibes just straight yeah. good vibe. Okay. and i i always tell myself that my kids and i call my students my kids you know my kids get my energy so if my energy is negative they're gonna get that so i have to make sure that my negative my energy is always positive for them so you as a woman you mm-hmm. go through stuff in life you know shout out to all the women um how does you like do your period hormones affect how you deal with your kids and students? No, I'm to be honest, I'm never when I hear people talk about that, I never understood. Like I hear people say, hey, yes, they go through um post um postmenstrual syndrome, mm-hmm. things like that. I never experienced that to be honest. Like I never go through those moody swings. I know people who do, my daughter experiences it, but I just it never affected me in that way um 
So I don't know how to really describe that for other people. <laughs> but I do um, have empathy for those, especially like my daughter has that really bad. Like she does get really moody. She goes through all the pain and oh, like my heart goes out because she's one of those people that sometimes she has to stop from school yeah. for a day, you know, because it's really bad. You know, so I do understand that other females go through that. Um, but for me personally, I have never had to uh, or go through that emotional part of it. Mm. Yeah. So, like, you're always good vibes, you know, you're fun to be around, but, like, what keeps you motivated to go through the day of working? On top of that, you still being there, personally, for your family, you going home to, like, them every day. Wow. Many things keep me motivated. My background, coming from a single-parent home, um, from a third-world country where I grew up poor, um, knowing that I'm an African-American, um knowing that I have to be a strong black woman for my daughters. Um, to set off that example <laughs> to them so that they could grow up to be... Right. Like, every parent says to, for them to be bigger or better than you, do right, way better right. than... Yeah, Yeah. so those are some of the things um, that just drive me every day, knowing that I have to hold my head up so others around me know that they can hold their head up too. It's not every. It's not always easy. There are days that I have my moments when I feel like I close the door and I feel like, oh, I need to take a moment <laughs> to just, you know, just break down. But I know that, you know, to the world, I have to be strong. I have to be able to, to, to take the world on my shoulder. I remember somebody telling me years ago, on the top, you have to be a swan, even though underneath you're like a duck. You're paddling like a duck. So I think that for me, that's how it is. You know, I just have to think about, where I am and where it is that I want to go and what it is, the example that I want to set for the, all the women around me, um, both in the classroom, my daughters, and, you know, the women that I work with. Well, it was really good. This interview was really good. Working, We have a working mother here to share her idea on how she lives. And I just want to say, Ms. Varciana, this was a very good time. And thank all you. Right. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. It's Elijah, and we're signing off.